episode nine was different from the rest of our episodes because, well, not only was this, it was the second episode of the day. Yeah. But we'll have we, another one of those. But we really just kind of fangirled over this brewery <laughs> so hard. And then after after the local spotlight, we just completely crushed them with how horrible their IPAs were. It was really funny. Normally, we're like, you know, give tasting notes yeah. and aroma and, and, um, and all we visual, do. visual aspects of the beer. And this episode, pumpkin this, pumpkin that. <laughs> this episode was just straight, just from the oh, heart. Man. No, no BS. Yeah, no just yeah, no filter. Well, this is the first of two tonight, so maybe you'll get another one of those. Yeah, episode. Maybe. We're doing two a week from here on out. <laughs> episode, oh, episode two tonight is going to be a Patreon exclusive, <laughs> and all curse words. <laughs> Forty-two <Rated dollars>. X. <laughs> All right, guys, we're back. Welcome to episode 11 of Beer for Thought. I'm your host, Jeremiah. I'm Matt. I'm Zach. And I'm Evan. Today, we decided to do a little something to celebrate the New Year's, and we're going to do beers that have like wine-like... Beers that you could crack open on New Year's Eve and kind of toast with. Yes. Yes. Brew Year's Eve. <laughs> oh, sorry, Zach. Oh, uh, sorry. Zach. Did I steal it from you? <laughs> well, I just said it, but... I mean, <laughs> it's not. It's not that. I don't own the words or anything. Well, I was. I, I wanted to make sure you weren't gonna, you know, say it yourself. Oh, no, right. no, no. I, oh, I would honestly have forgotten to. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I don't feel bad then. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, what do we have? Oh, do I, do we want to start off so quickly? Or I don't know. I feel like we should like tell a story. Or something. Oh yeah, let's go over our New Year's resolutions, guys, <laughs> so we can be held accountable by the public. You know, perfect. Yeah, the yeah. Two, the two people That's that listen to this podcast. <laughs> All right, nice. You started off. What's your New Year's resolution, Zach? Uh, I'm gonna drink more beer than I ever have. <laughs> That's all. <I> <laughs> wow, that sounds fun. I don't know about that, dude. You, you the other night you drank for twelve hours straight. Well. Pretty impressive. <laughs> well, <laughs> not by design. It just happened that way. You know, when it happens, it happens. No, this is a legit thing. We went to a tasting oh, at I've, four, and yeah. he stopped drinking at like four a.m. Yeah, yeah. But it, there was breaks, you know. Between. There was there was some breaks. You had to breathe. That's crazy. I did. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't constantly just like a funnel that I was underneath. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> nah, I was you just enjoying a, enjoying a casual <laughs> beer from second to second. Right, second. Just shotgunning from time to time. Yeah, you know. What about your resolutions, Matt? My New Year's resolution. Have three more kids. No, (laughs) I don't know if you can do that. I think my New Year's resolution is three more kids in one year. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's the exact opposite. I think it's to make it through 2K19 without having any more kids. (laughs) So uh, yeah. Because then, well, my wife and I have a a big uh, trip to Europe planned in 2020. So, if, oh. you know, next year is crucial, man. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta make it through two K nineteen unscathed. <laughs> <laughs> unscathed. Start Other- saving now. <laughs> Otherwise, the you know the Europe trip is uh, you know could be on the brink. So we <laughs> want to make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah, that's true. That's you know make sure no one goes and pokes holes and yeah, Con. too late. <laughs> <laughs> You're too late. <laughs> I haven't been a safety deposit box. So. <laughs> what about you, Evan? What is your New Year's resolution? I'm going to buy a house. 
that's on the list. Oh. And uh, drink more delicious beer. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I don't do New Year's resolutions. You s- no, but you have a bitch. For the sake of the show, you have to. Uh, I'm going to you got us, guys. do my best to curse less. Okay. All on right. podcasts. Oh, there that's, you go. That's <laughs> a, what a sophisticated resolution, you fuck. Yeah, we have. <laughs> yeah, we, well, I'm not going to say we. I will apologize <laughs> for the uh, the excessive amount of, of F-bombs dropped in the last episode. No, but it wasn't the last one. No, no. no sorry, episode sorry. Episode nine. Nine. episode nine. Correct, sorry. Okay. We were Christmas, recording. we kept it real, real nice and clean. Christmas was a nice family-created <laughs> episode, but episode nine was... Uh, Episode nine was a little risque. PG thirteen. Yeah. Just gonna say, say it's R. Yeah, it's it, we, are you serious? PG thirteens only get one F bomb. Yeah. Wait, is that one. actually true? Wow, that's gonna be. Yeah. We used a lot on that one. We used our whole ten episodes worth of F bombs in that. Yeah. That episode. That, nine. that that episode nine should have. Uh, apologize if if that was your first episode you ever listened to. <laughs> Normally, it's not that explicit, but that was our second episode of the day. So. Words matter. Well, I'm and, just and so we all happy apologize. I left after those vice beers because you heard the. Uh... Yo, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I haven't listened back to our review. It was of quite. It. I have a really good picture in my mind of that. Well, <laughs> that brewery was not tainted. Looking back, <laughs> I'm, I really do think uh, something happened to those cans. Anyway, we're not getting into no. that tonight. We're getting into the first beer. Matt, you want to tell us what we're drinking? Yeah, it's uh, first beer tonight is Brewery Taru. It's a collaboration confession series with Fess Parker Winery and Vineyard. It is a sour ale with Riesling grapes. It is in a 750-mil bottle at 9.4% ABV. Wow. That I didn't is, know it was that high in that's, ABV. That's wine-like. We're going to start off slow. 9.4. Yeah. Nice. It's going to be like this all night. <laughs> yes, we've chosen our beers in ascending order of yeah. <laughs> ABVs. Also, a little insight. This is going to be episode one of the night. We're doing a double header. So you may notice in the next episode we'll be stumbling through. Hopefully not. <laughs> not <laughs> true. definitely will be. <laughs> we'll be in peak form. We'll have all of our clean family values uh, ready to share with, with everybody. <laughs> all right, let's pop this one. So this one poured very little head and very light carbonation. It's almost Pilsner-like in its coloring. It looks like pee. Yeah. No. Yeah, I guess a little bit. <laughs> like a dehydrated but human being. Essentially no head at all. Ooh. That smells like a nice Riesling. That smells really nice. Not like yeah. a super wine-like. This is a perfect beer for anybody that is a wine wino but doesn't like beer. This transcends Ooh. those palates. Hopefully. The taste. We'll Sweet. get those people in the mix. Yeah. Oh, man. That's really nice in the nose. A lot of grape. It's really floral. It's got a minerality to it. Slightly citrusy, like maybe a little bit of lemon zest. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Zach went in for a taste. He went for a chug. That was a good gulp. <laughs> yep. I'm in. Count me in. That's good. This one's back in the glands. Yeah, but it the dry it dries your it's, mouth quick at the end. That is awesome. Honestly, it's slightly, well, I guess Rieslings can be sweet. You can get a sweet Riesling. That's just like a carbonated wine almost. Yeah. Like a like bubble like not a Chardonnay or not not a little hint of tartness in there. It's nice. No, you get the tart and then I it just cleans up. Yeah, with so a dry you get mouth like feel. grape skin, white grape, hmm. mild sweetness. I get a really good um, sour beer up front. That you know that taste 
mouthfeel. And then towards the end, it cleans up best point. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Pretty damn good. That's yeah, really that, good. That's, that's good. <laughs> that's a really cool beer because it really is a beer wine hybrid. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mul- multi-dimensional beer. Yeah, definitely. It, it would cater to a beer drinker. It would cater to a wine drinker. And it's uh, best of both worlds, honestly. Really good. Really good. Refreshing. Definitely. It's refreshing, and then it, with that dryness at the end, it makes you uh, want to go in for another sip. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah, at least my my taste buds are wanting more. Mm. It's, a, it's a gateway drug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and in terms of the the tartness, there's not much there. No. It's it's there, and then, like I said, it just kind of cuts, but it's such, it, the mouth feels real nice, too. Like, it just kind of washes away. Yeah. Really nice. Dries up in the palate. It's really nice. I enjoy that. Yeah, the first sip I got, it back in the glass, then it just mellowed out. Yeah, I think I the it. palate acclimated to that first. Yep. yep. A little tartness. I'm kind of disappointed I'm drinking this. I really enjoy this. <laughs> I, wish I, had, I wish I had more of them, honestly. That's the thing with brewery, though. Like, they, they put out so much stuff, and when you find one that's good, Usually you can have another one that's just as good. Well, they, I wanted to say so about the about the ABV. The ni- it's nine point four percent. You really don't get any. No, it's like wine. You don't, well, wine. You know, wine typically is between twelve and fifteen percent normally. Um, but there's no legs on this when you give it a swirl in the glass, and you really don't get that alcohol slickness at all. It's really dry, kind of cleans up, and then the bubbles help it kind of all clean up. It's really nice. Quite tasty. Get that supplication. Supplication, no bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Beep. All right. Next up, we have Russian Rivers Supplication, ale aged in Pinot Noir barrels with cherries added. It is bottle fermented and is aged in the barrel for nine to fifteen months. It's in a three hundred and seventy-five mil bottle at seven point seven five ABV. If you're a beer fan, I'm sure you guys know who Russian River is. Pliny the Elder, yeah. Blind Pig, Supplication, Consecration, Damnation. They do all those uh, bottle conditioned beers with the Asian at the end. Really, really great stuff. They've been around for a while and just put out amazing stuff. The consistency of Russian River is bar none. You could grab yourself a bottle of Pliny and it, the beer is so consistent. And I think Pliny, they, people call Pliny like a, a rare beer, like a, a whale. I don't really call it whale, but it's so sought after because it's such a solid beer. It's a double IPA, but it's so well balanced, always consistent, and always just tasting on point. So this one pours out like an amberish. Like a copper amber. Yeah, copper amber for sure. Yeah. Uh, light head, real minimal. Just a ring of head, really. It's got a good sour bite to the nose. What is this device on their logo, or the, uh, not their logo, but the uh, label of the beer? It looks like a rake. You know, I wish we had a producer right now that could look that up for us, but I have <laughs> no idea. It's a rake-looking device, but it's not a rake. Well, it looks way more dangerous. Yes. It's is it one of those seed planters? Maybe. Those seed dipper things? Looks like something well, you stab into the ground. We yeah. have, first, we need to look up what supplication meant. Supplication. The action of asking or begging for something earnest or humble. Okay. Ah, so it's a humble rake. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. Exactly what it is. Dig it on the nose. Yeah, I, like cherry skin. Yeah, with a little bit of wine. It smells like wine, too. Like the stem of a cherry a little bit. I get cherries and Pinot Noir. 
Yeah. Exactly. Nothing what? like a good. It smells lovely. Stem cherry stem to sniff on. Oh, you know, you chew it up a little bit and you kind of catch a whiff. Give it that way. Are you Zach? Are you one of those people that can tie a cherry stem with your tongue? <laughs> uh, if it has to be like a really malleable no cherry stem and long. We have a buddy who can do that. And he's never yeah. landed a girl in his life. Sadly. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, you, how dare you? <laughs> what is that supposed to be? <laughs> I don't know. It's Poor not Bella. a not a real valuable skill. I wish know? I knew the correlation of being able to tie a cherry stem with your tongue to your love life, but it's apparently, easy. Apparently, it does doesn't correlate. We much. don't. We want to keep PG thirteen, but I can go into it. <laughs> Let's hear it. Oh, okay. okay, cut PG. here. PG now PG we PG. start. Now we start the Patreon content. <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting on Matt again to dive into this beer. Oh, I'm gonna have to leave him behind. Tragically, I know it's the first double. It's a double. First, beer, it's a first beer of the night. He's taking his time. <laughs> I'm just saying, if we had worse beers, Matt would drink them a lot faster. That is true. <laughs> this one's a little bit metallicy. Hundred? Yeah. Really? It's a little bit metallic and a little bit too oaky on the finish. But that's that's supplication. It's always so it's consistently way. been this yeah. way? Yeah. It is a bit like, it's a bit, ac- not acetic, but it's got a little bit of uh, a nail polish yeah. character. I forget the uh, aphalacetate, I think is what they call it. Hmm. I could be wrong, don't quote me on that, but I think it's aphalacetate or something like that where you get the nail polish kind of yeah. finish. I can see that. I get a lot of oak at the end. doesn't leave the best flavor on your tongue, I feel like. it's It's not... My favorite so far, but maybe it'll be a bit better when I get into it a little more. I don't know. Maybe a little warm. I, I get that tinge of metallic. Just a little bit. It's in the quality it's like that you're describing it. Or yeah. mid taste. It has a lot of oak. Yeah, certainly. Which I'm normally not like averse to, I guess. And see, I don't get any like red wine ish characteristics mm-hmm. really, which is what you would expect. It is, yeah, it is more of like just straight oak versus a Pinot barrel. Which is kind of what you're expecting more of like a red wine character yeah, to yeah. it, and it's really not. I think what this is kind of missing is a, it's kind of two dimensional. It needs more tart it or is. something. Or something it's not, to throw it doesn't there. have a more lot cherry. of complexity, which is really weird because I've had this beer before and it. It's, it's really not bad. Actually, if, if you put a blindfold on me and. Uh, no, it's not a bad beer. beer. Well, and it's so different compared to the first beer, I think. I'd be scared. I don't know. I just, I just yeah, don't like. <laughs> I don't know. Don't do I just that. find the the metallicy a little bit prominent. I could kind of see that. I think to me, it comes across more as like a hairspray, yeah. like taste. Yeah, I, something not quite. Usually, when I explain metallicy, you you go with hairspray or nail polish, so it's it's yeah, that hairs, same flavor that we're getting. The, yeah, it's that sort of character. Of uh, nail polish, hairsprayish kind of thing. Regardless, I finished my pour, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, to take us in a break, we have a local artist, three brothers here in the Albuquerque area named the Gershom Brothers. So here's a little uh, music from these guys. Yeah, you can jump and act like a fool, you can dance on Hope you enjoyed the Gershom Bros. Give me more of that Gershom. <laughs> <laughs> Give me 
I'm not. I'm not. It's just a funny thing to say. They're gonna listen to this episode for God's sake. They they don't care. They're way bigger than us. Dude, he messaged me and he's like, "You guys did an Arizona Wilderness." Uh, That's true. I saw that. Whatever saw episode. That. He's like, "Those are my two memories." <laughs> I saw that. All right, fine. I retract my statement. Yeah, we love when they play at Steelbender, especially, which is great. Steelbender beers, Gershon Bros. What are we drinking for the local spotlight? Wait, and for this week's local spotlight, wait, how do we intro that? <laughs> I think Zach we just cut the to the audio now. We just cut yeah, now. We just it's already done. I don't even have to do it again. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's great. <laughs> and now it's time for the local spotlight. This is sort of local, sort of not. All for a good cause, though. We are drinking the Resilience IPA brewed by our uh, local marble brewery. It is the beer that we had mentioned in episode 8. 100% of the proceeds go to funds to help people who are affected by the campfire. So this is a an IPA brewed by Marble Brewery. It is Sierra Nevada's IPA recipe. It is 7.3%. Don't know the IBUs. Doesn't really matter. It's good for a good cause. So we thought we'd support Marble and support Sierra Nevada and the campfire victims. Yeah, and then a uh, good thing to note, too, is we're recording this on uh, December 17th. So this came out just today. Yeah, Marvel just dropped this beer today. So but, hopefully it'll uh, be up when we post this. But Yeah, by the time you listen to this episode, this episode will come out right before New Year's. If this beer is still around, hopefully it's not. If it is, go drink more of it. Because, like we said before, 100% of the proceeds go to help those victims of the campfire. Uh, 1,400 breweries have volunteered to produce this beer. Which is cause. About, a, about a quarter of every brewery in the United States. So it's not only local wow. for us, it's most likely going to be local for you guys too. Yes. wherever Whoever's listening to this, wherever you're at. Hong Kong. Sweden. Except for <laughs> for our non-U.S. listeners. For our non-U.S. listeners, I don't think you, you'll be able yeah, to get okay. access to it. But anywhere in the U.S., I'm sure there's a brewery close to you where you can find this beer. So, And if our friends abroad come to the United States, we'll personally buy them. Yes. A Resilience IPA. Yes, we will. Oh, yeah. that, we'll, we will. Buy more. we'll do if that want to, If they want to fly out here, we'll buy them a keg of it. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll make you drink till you die. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, so cheers to Marble for brewing this. They're the first in Albuquerque to release. There's Rally Farmhouse Ale, Ales up in Santa Fe already released theirs uh, this over the weekend. Oh, nice. Steelbender releases theirs tomorrow as well as Canteen. Uh, Bathtub Row is brewing it. Cloudcroft is brewing it. Oh shoot, I don't want to forget anybody. Uh, there may be a couple more. Anyway, right, let's dive into this beer. What yeah, do you smell? let's dive into it. Uh, it's definitely a West Coast style IPA. It's kind of like orangey, yeah, orangish copper. Amber. It's got a really nice color. It's, it does. Yeah. It looks like your old school West Coast IPA. It's been a while since we had one of these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, I I got all of them. So to um today was Marble, tomorrow's Steel Mender and Canteen. Uh the twentieth of December is Bathtub Row and Cloudcroft Brewing isn't releasing theirs until January fifth. Oh, so they'll so still be on it it's it won't be out by the time that this releases. So if you're anywhere in the Cloudcroft area, wait a few more days and you can go get yourself a pint. So on the nose, a lot of pine. Mm-hmm. A lot of citrus. Yeah, a lot of pine for sure. It's not it's it throws you back to those, you know, old school Sierra Nevada broods, which is awesome. Oh, yeah. Like, especially with all the haze craze and all that. I mean, we love hazy beers, but it's nice to get an IPA that's West Coast style. Debatable on the hazy beers. <laughs> Every once in a while. Yeah. 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 I'm ready for, yeah, for West Coast to just take over again, to be Me honest. Me too. Are you, Zach, really? Yeah. I'm done with the hazies. 
I think you. I thought you what? loved hazies. I like the hazies, but I'm I'm ready for some make IPAs clear again. Hey, hey. <laughs> shout out to Lacumbre yeah. and Comrade for that little let's uh, make IPA clear again collab that they did Great. together. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Evan I just see. gave me some like jazz hands and like pointed, <laughs> pointed at me like I was supposed to perform something. I had, I had no idea what he was talking about. No, you went off topic. Oh, Dude, yeah, let's, let's stay on topic. Sorry. Let's I'm stay on topic. Molly, you've done a good job here. It's, you've used <laughs> the ingredients they've given you. or How does this work? Did they give out the ingredients? No. No, you just no, gave the recipe out. Just the recipe. They gave the recipe yeah. out. And some there were actually some... Uh, uh, people that provided ingredients to breweries oh, like nice. they donated their ingredients to the breweries to brew it and oh, some breweries oh, wow. are providing all the all the ingredients themselves and they're the ones that are donating are they all brewed with the exact same ingredients same so it's, the same, it's the same recipe but they didn't distinguish the type of yeast to use so all of these beers are going to taste different everywhere you taste them it's oh, supposed nice. it's the same recipe but they will taste different because they're going to have different strains of yeast in them. So, I'm I'm looking up on the website right now. The malt supplier they all donated to all the breweries. So I want to say the malts are going to be the same or very close to being the same. Same thing with the hops. Um, all the hops yeah, were donated. All the, well, all the hops are going to be the same because they yeah, yeah. Know, the recipe calls for a specific hop. But I think the hop supplier is all about the same. So yeah, so the hop, they were nice. hop and malt suppliers. Sierra Nevada asked for hop and malt suppliers to donate to the breweries so that the breweries wouldn't have to incur 100% of the costs. Regardless, it's a whole, like, craft brewery, craft brewing community effort that is, you know, they're taking their money and their time to brew this beer and in turn donating 100% of the proceeds. So, regardless, yeah, regardless, it's a really good cause. Yeah, I would love to see this done in the future for other things. Yeah, yeah. Cheers to this beer. Cheers. Cheers to the Brazil. And that concludes the local spotlight. Next up, we have New Belgium's La Folie, a sour ale aged in oak barrels. It's part of their Lips of Faith series. And this is the 2017 vintage in a 22-ounce bomber at 7% ABV. There's more to this oak barrel. The description says, (laughs) Our traditional Flanders-style sour brown is matured in large French oak wine barrels called fooders, for one to three years. This beer is a great intro beer to sours. Oh, dude. If you haven't had it before. The first time I had this beer was at a local um, a local little tasting called Tartar Heart. Ooh. And this was the standout beer of that tasting for sure. Delicious beer. Tartar Heart's like April? April beer, yes. Can't wait. Well, 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 Jerry poured a little heavy there, wouldn't you say? I would not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. That was, that was a perfect pour. Good brown. Brown yeah, yeah, it looks like a brown, but it's got virtually no head, and the the little bit of head that's there is just slightly off white. A lot of oak on the nose. I get a lot of cherry in the nose. I get some cherry too. I don't really get the apple or the caramel on the nose. No, well, maybe some apple, slight apple, but yeah, there's there's like a slight hint of green apple, just the slightest hint. Diacetyl, mostly green, not as much apple. <laughs> just kidding. No, it's not. It's not diacetyl. <laughs> Smells good. I love sour browns. I just went in for a taste and um, Ooh, good tart, good tartness level, good tartness. A lot of that green apple, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, on the flavor, yeah, for sure. If you've been to the brewery and you've done the brewery tour, New Belgium, they'll sample, yeah, at New Belgium, they'll give you a sample of this and they'll tell you to try it five times because it's a five step 
type of beer. First step, you get a lot of green apple, and it just mellows down from there. You get a Jolly Rancher next up, and then to where it's supposed to taste like. I noticed that. Like, I love when beers, when you take your first sip and you have to acclimate your palate to mm-hmm. the flavors. Yeah. I love that. It like, really is beer for thought. Beer for thought. Oh. I get a little Jolly Rancher, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you just did, what, second, third sip? Yeah. Yeah. I tell you what, the one thing I'm not getting so far is the caramel. Not really getting the caramel so far. Well, I think I don't think it's supposed to have caramel. I think once we sip sip it like a few more times, we'll get that little caramel roastiness. I will say it it definitely has changed through each sip. It's been such a complex beer. Well, we talked about this beer a few episodes ago. Yes, I don't remember what episode it was. I want to say it was seven, maybe. Regardless, we talked about it. We were talking about accessibility for like sour beers because I talked about sour beers and how some people don't know it's a style and how it's totally different from like your typical American light American lager. But this this beer is completely accessible throughout the country. It's nationally distributed, and it's a sour brown ale by New Belgium, and you can pretty much get it anywhere for the most part. Is it seasonal? It is seasonal, but the, it does stick around on the shelf because it's you know they produce a, a good amount of it. So you may or may not be able to find it. Most likely you will be. You will be able to, but... It's hands down my favorite New Belgium beer. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I, like. Yeah. I like their Transatlantic. Yeah, I'm the Creek's not bad. One, but yeah, this one is hands down one of the best. A fun fact about New Belgium, it was started by a husband and wife team back in like the early 90s, I want to say. At one point, the husband and wife team divorced and the wife took over as so owner. So that's a sad story. No. Why are you telling no, that? No, it's a happy story. It's not sad. No, Let him sh- finish. Yeah, Let him finish. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's looking disgusting. Never mind, dude. Forget it. No, no, no. No, no, no I don't want to tell my story anymore. <laughs> Look it up for your damn selves. I think I know where he was going with this. Take it over, Evan. <laughs> well, I want to say what, maybe seven, eight years ago, the wife decided to sell. She didn't really want to sell to one of the mass productions. Um, instead of selling it to them, she gave the company to all its employees. Oh. So all the... Hundred percent owned by yeah. employees. Yeah, oh, all really? the employees own a portion of it, and I think for the new hires, I think they have to be there at least a year, and then they get a stake uh, in the company. Thank you, Evan, for telling that yeah. beautiful story. Well, thank cool you, New Belgium. Go to the brewery tour, dude. The coolest <laughs> thing is, is if you've been an employee for five years at New Belgium, they give you like a sweet bike, like a cruiser yes. bike. Oh, really? And I think if you're there for ten years, they ten years take yeah. you to Belgium. Yeah, they oh, they, wow. they take you to the place where their yeast strain um, began. Yeah, because oh, the, cool. the original founder, the husband of the husband and wife team, he went to Belgium and fell in love with the beers there, and so he decided to come to the U.S. and start New Belgium. Well, he became, yeah, exactly that, but he became really good friends with one of the breweries up in Belgium, and that guy gave him a part of the the East train and brought it back. It's been a long time since I've had a folly. Yeah. And I don't re- recall it ever being this tasty. I think my palate's probably just changed over the years, but uh, yeah, damn good. It is cool. It really is cool how how much it changes over over just taking a couple different sips. Yeah, this is a a great beer to share with people to get them into beer. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. Well, sure. get them into sour beers too. Yeah, because yeah, if they don't know anything about sour beers, they probably won't like this one. This is definitely one of the uh, gateway sour beers for sure. Yeah. <laughs> cool. On to the next one. Last beer of the night. Well, that's not true. Last beer of episode <laughs> Last 11. Last beer of episode 11. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next beer we have on the docket 
is from none other than Cascade Brewing. This is Sang Royale, a barrel-aged red ale with Pinot Noir grapes. It is in a 750ml bottle at 9.4 ABV, and they classify it as a Northwest Sour Ale. And this is the 2016 vintage. Nice. I love Cascade. I think I don't think I've ever had a bad beer from them. The thing with them is the you know when you're going to get one, it's going to be pricey. I've had Cascade. I think they're good, not great. Oh, just wait till you have this. Have you had this beer? No, I have not had this one. Amazing. It's so good. (laughs) Cascade brews great stuff. It is not cheap, but it's great. This smells great. You really get the, uh, excuse me, the Pinot Noir grape in the the nose. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Unlike the supplication, you well, it wasn't made with grapes like this is. It was just in Pinot Noir barrels, but the Pinot Noir grapes in this one really come through really a lot. Well. Yeah, yeah, a definitely. lot. This one pours real dark, um, real not stout like, but level before it. I feel like a little porterish. Yeah, like a porter for sure. Does anybody else get plum? I can get... certainly feel it there down in my plums. <laughs> I can get a little plum. That's a good call. Yeah, I can see that for sure. It smells acidic. Mm-hmm. Yes. It smells like you're going to get that yeah. back. Kind of get like a little chocolatey plum smell to it. Ooh. This gets you in the glands. Yep. This is quite I a taste. Like <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look like he was thrown back in his chair know, by the I beer. I didn't like the beer. And then he pointed to the TV. Yeah, some sort of football game. Yeah, <laughs> something bad well, just I happened took to the Panthers. As soon as freaking DJ Moore fumbles the ball, we we thought DJ Moore. We thought no Evan was just taken game. aback by this beer. <laughs> he threw his hands in the air, rolled his eyes back, and we're like, "Oh wow, is it that good? All right." So we went in for a sip, and then he just points to the TV because his beloved Panthers fumbled the ball. <laughs> but we won't bear the lead. This beer is damn tasty. Oh yeah. We just buried it. <laughs> we kind of did. That's really a shame. It's great beer. This is a really tart beard going down, too. Like, if you had acid reflux, I feel bad for you if you had this beer because yeah. this one, it's you very can feel it for sure. Very acidic. Ooh, you, yeah. All over the mouth. Yeah. Really. Right the glands. Really good, though, man. I think that acid taste is a little overpowering. Because I don't, I get a lot of acid. I don't know how to explain it. It's weird. Well, going, like, when you're talking about on the, and the finish, kind of when it's no, going down, right before you swallow it. Mm. And the, yeah, there's a lot going on on the palate after the initial sip. Like this is a beer that has like some staying power. Yeah, and you can carry yeah. a sip a long ways and and take a lot out of it. Definitely, I I had taken a decent gulp the first time. This time, I barely just got enough to coat my tongue, and it still packs a punch. Yeah, for it's sure. just really flavorful. And I'm really surprised that Zach that you like this one a lot because. You typically, I don't know if you love the the super tart beers. Well, I guess maybe that I'm wrong about that because you do like like Insorcel and stuff like that. But this one is like, this is tart. This is really tart. Oh yeah, this for is sure. very tart. Is rare apparel. Yeah. If anybody else is. Oh yeah, sorry. Yes, yes. And Sorcel, wow. Speaking of. Oh Speaking of tart beers, yeah, that one's tart. But, <laughs> but like such a great beer. Oh yeah, it might be the very best beer I've ever had. It's it's <laughs> but, up there. Well, though. the thing about Insorcel. Sorry, we're getting off track a little bit. But <laughs> yeah. I want to say this about Insorcel. It is delicious, and if you're looking for an acidic beer that's going to strip every last bit of enamel off your teeth, <laughs> you get that beer and you dr- you drink the whole bottle. And that's hard, dude, because it ruins beers after it. Like, if yeah, you and, can't and have a beer after yeah, it, you should probably you, drink it last. If you're going to be drinking a lot of beers, make Ensorcel your last beer, and if you drink Ensorcel, don't 
drink any beer after that because yeah, you won't taste it. Yeah, it'll ruin your palate. <laughs> yeah, it wrecks your palate. Yeah, we made that mistake once on a tasting. But back to this. Back beer. to this beer. <laughs> I like. I like the what is it the the upfront flavor. It does follow through with a crazy tart finish, but if you focus in on that initial flavor, I think it's really tasty. Really tasty beer. Yeah, good stuff. I get. I don't know. I get a lot of hairspray at the end. You do get some hairspray. Yeah. I was noticing that as well. A little bit. Even on the no- even on the that nose. part is overpowering to me. I don't. I don't really get that as much in this beer. This beer, I just kind of just get a pleasant tartness just throughout the whole thing, and it. I feel like it just stays there. I feel like I get the hairspray tinge, and it's just a touch. It's not a lot. More on the nose. I don't really get it on the, on the taste. I get it. I don't. My yeah. I get it. There's like a, a rush of the the red wine kind of grapes vibes right at the beginning, and then just a nice. Nice tartness, and it just carries on. Agreed. I, I, I really love this beer. It's quite good. Matt, what was the rating system you implemented on the last episode? Get it or forget it. Get it or forget it. Very simple. I like it. But effective. All right, let's do that. Should we do that now? Yeah, let's do it now. Let's get to it. Uh, okay. The first beer of the night was Brewery Taru Collaboration Confession Series with Fest Parker Winery and Vineyard. Um, it was a Sour ale with Riesling grapes. For me, that's a get it all day. I agree. I actually, it's my get it for sure, and it's my beer of the night. Ah, beer of the night. Yeah, I love that. I love it. It told the line between a wine and a beer. Totally. More so than any beer I probably ever had, and it's it's super delicious beer. Um, That's one that you you probably want to keep to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't know why this guy shared it. Yeah, that makes sense to myself. Well, really I had good. been wanting to crack it cool. open like around New Year's or like to share. It's hard because you, like I said, you, there's so many brewery beers out, and it's hard to tell if it's you know. Yeah. Either way, but let's move. On. <laughs> oh, it's a get it, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. and uh, at the price, Matt got it at, at Mr. B's or was it Miss B's? Grapevine. 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 Okay, Grapevine up in Denver. Yeah. They say get it, oh, get yeah. it five times. Yeah, sure. I should have bought a lot more of this. It's uh, sure. yeah, very tasty. People should okay. try it. They get it. Yeah, for sure. it's definitely yeah. a get it. On to the next beer. The second beer of the night we had was Russian River Supplication. For me, that is, although not as great as other vintages, that is still a get it because anything Russian River is very solid. Get it. I would say, I would say, forget it. Oh, Jerry. Yeah, and I actually bought this beer myself, and I didn't love it as much as I remembered having it the first time. Uh huh. Um, and I think you can get better eight like oak aged beers as, with cherry, and I just don't think it's worth the price point. And I know we said not talk about price point, but I think personally, I don't think I would go out of my way and get this. Fair enough. It didn't quite land for me either, so I'm going to call it a, a forget it. But okay, it's hard to say that about uh, man. River. You know, on Russian, yeah, I was going to just on the reputation alone. I feel like this is maybe just not the the best. Yeah. Year for supplication, I want to say. Like, <laughs> I swear I've had this beer in the past, but I, well, I don't, I can't swear to it. It's it's sixty percent. <laughs> I think sixty percent chance I had this in the past and it was much better. But uh, for for this uh, this iteration, forget it for me. Fair enough. See, I've been lucky enough to have it on tap and in bottles. For me, get it if it's on tap. Forget it if it's in bottles. Okay. Good. Fair enough. Cool. Um, I'm shocked I'm the only person that said get yeah, it. Yeah, no, so am I. <laughs> I was a 50-50. For, for, for such a, you know, a high-profile beer. Um, 
the next beer we had was New Belgium's La Folie, a sour brown ale aged in oak fooders. That's a get it. And I know you can find it where you're at, so definitely go to the store and get it if you see it. That's a, I, I should be unanimous, get it. The complexity of this beer alone is just it's just crazy how how every sip is different. Um, really good beer, I would yeah, definitely say. I love, I love that it does change with each sip. Yeah. And you get less of the fruit characteristics and more of into the caramely malts the further into the beer you get, which is cool. For sure. Yeah, yeah La Folie, lovely beer. The complexity is just awesome. And it's unbelievable that a beer that's so accessible could be so much. Well, and I want to say, and, yeah. sorry, Evan, I'm going to cut you off before you go. I want to say. <laughs> I already know what you're going to say. <laughs> I want to say before Evan goes and says whether he get it or forget it, I want to say that I hate the fact that New Belgium sucks at everything else. But their, <laughs> no, but their sour. No, but their sour beer stuff is really good. Yeah. And they do they they really do a good job with all their sour stuff, which is it's great because they're a huge production brewery, and they are very accessible. But I I wish their other beers were better. I mean, Fat Tire is good. I mean, I'll be honest, I like Fat yeah. Tire. Yeah, Fat Tire. Okay, Fat Tire is fine. It's an amber ale. There's nothing special I wanna, about it. I want to order a Fat Tire if there's other beers there. But if you're at like okay, like what? Chili's or one of those <laughs> okay, chain restaurants, fine. fat tires. You get fat tire. Let You're me tell enjoy you. It. The only time I, I order a water. The only time money. I go out of my way to order a fat tire is when I'm on a Southwest flight because that's the only craft beer they serve. So that's when I'm going to order fat tire. But do you but, enjoy it on the Southwest? Yeah, I mean, exactly. shoot, that's my point. You know what? If it's the only craft beer I can get, I will gladly drink it. But that's kind of what fat tire is. Okay. <laughs> it's an airplane get beer. Evan. Evan, get Damn it or get one. it on the Perfect. Uh and the last and final beer. Well, we didn't we never review the local spotlight and tell you to get it or forget it. But for this instance, the local spotlight is the resilience IPA. Go get it. Forget it. <laughs> forget it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I know we've been saying that for the last few weeks, but definitely just go get yourself a couple fours. It was yeah, it was really good. The last beer of the night was Cascade Brewing Sang Royale. Uh, that's a get it for sure. Very complex beer, a lot of red wine characteristics. Uh, not it doesn't really cater to both red um, wine and beer drinkers as much as the first beer we had with the Riesling grapes. But this one could be a beer that wine drinker would like. Yeah, I would say if you're a sour fan to to get it. If you're Getting into sours, maybe not because it's the price point. Like we've talked about before, um, Cascade. Typically, I would usually buy any though because I love sours so much. And I would, for me, I would get this beer. Yeah, I mean, t- to me, I, I just really enjoy h- how much staying power this beer has, and I, I like that it's more sour than wine, mm-hmm. and it, it it gets me back in the glands for sure. <laughs> I, I yeah, really enjoy. Song Royale, and it it doesn't you can't taste that nine point four percent on this one. No, like it, no. At, at that at that alcohol by volume, it's crazy how how tasty this beer is. What do you say, Evan? Uh, for me, it's forget it. I tried it. Really? Yeah, I tried it. I cleansed my palate. Tried it again. I still get that hairspray mm. taste to it. Sure, it has a little bit of flavor up front, but I can't get over that hairspray taste towards the end. Hmm. Okay. Well, so this is why I like the get it or forget it rating system. It's either yes or no. Yeah, it's either yes or no. Controversy. And it can create some sort of controversy, which is great. Anyway, 
that concludes episode 11 of Beer for Thought. We're going to move on to the second episode of the night, so hopefully we don't fall off too much, but you know, you can forgive us if, yeah. if so. Uh, <laughs> as always, reach out to us at Beer for Thought Podcast on Instagram. That's where we're most active. That's where we post photos. That's where we communicate the most with everybody. So, um, yeah, if you're, on, if you're on Instagram, we also have a Facebook, Beer for Thought. And reach reach out to us on Twitter, at underscore Beer for Thought Pod. Let us know what you guys think. Also, if you want to drop a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Actually, I don't think Spotify reviews. Uh, no. Regardless. <laughs> everybody says that at the end of their podcast, <laughs> but nobody ever does it. I let's know. let's face it. <laughs> but if you do, we would really appreciate it because it does matter. Yeah. So this is our New Year's episode again. Yes. Everybody's gonna be drinking. Please drive safe. Don't drive drunk. Grab an Uber. Yes. Safe, also, we do we do have a promo code. If you enter <laughs> you up in your Uber promo code, they won't save anything. If you don't save <laughs> a dime, but you'll have a safe ride home. So, uh, <laughs> promo code you up. You may get something special afterwards. We can't guarantee it. It just depends on your Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> Drive safe, everybody. And by the way, Be Lyft safe. is better better than Uber. Ooh, it's true. hot take. It's true. Brought to you by Lyft. Take <laughs> Watch you by Uber. Oh, and grab up. Anyway, be safe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Fun fact: you can ride. You can get a ride back with your Grubhub driver. No, you can't. Just order food and just hop in his car when he leaves. Oh, Jesus! He'll take you somewhere. Everyone, so you get food and a ride. Be We're safe. Gonna, okay. Anyway, be safe. Cheers. Happy New Year's. To the last. To, to the, the last, last drop. It's Just not a. a bit. It's, it's like, like a, that wine heat. Yeah, it's not yeah. a warm like a warm like a stout warm. But I understand. I can see a little bit of. Yeah, nothing to wine about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> oh man. Puns. <laughs> we can't start introducing puns at no, episode ten. Not. You got Do you have a kid on? You have a kid on the way, Zach? Because that was a phenomenal dad joke. <laughs> you know, can we just edit that out? Actually, <laughs> but I, don't, I don't stand by that. So many, so many bad things have been said. He wants to edit out an innocent wine pun. <laughs> Zach just wants to make sure he didn't yeah. have any kids all the way. Don't mess his reputation. Why don't you censor that, but instead of using a beep, just put in a curse word in its place. <laughs> <laughs>